Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Steelers lose to the Cleveland Browns 13-10. Welcome into a live edition of the Believe in Steelers. This is the Steelers post-game reaction show. Welcome in. I'm Mark Bergen. Before I get too far along, today's episode brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's NFL Week 11. If you want to place a bet on any of the football action, BetOnline.ag is the place to do it. Use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. The Steelers losing to the Browns today, and the offense was abysmal yet again. And pretty much every other player on the Steelers, other than Jalen Warren, should have some accountability. Matt Canada should have some accountability. But this game came down to this. It's as simple as this. Dorian Thompson-Robinson on the final drive goes 4-4 and makes the passes he needed to late in the game. And when the Steelers had the ball back with less than two minutes left, Kenny Pickett goes 0-3. The Steelers have to punt. And that was the story of the game. Steelers offense can't get going, and outside of Jalen Warren's hard running today, I thought he had two really good runs. The Steelers weren't great. He had a 74-yard touchdown, which is a play that Najee Harris is not capable of making. It's the longest run by a Steelers running back, longest rushing score since Willie Parker's 75-yard touchdown run in Super Bowl 40. So it's been a long time, some history there. And he's now listed as a starter, and it was his third consecutive game of having more than 100 yards from scrimmage, back-to-back 100-yard rushing games for Jalen Warren. They'll use him more and more, but other than that, where's Deontay? Where's George Pickens? Where's Pat Firemuth? Dan Moore, I thought, got smoked today by Miles Garrett, and Kenny Pickett wasn't very good. Kenny Pickett wasn't very good, and you look at his stats 15 to 28, 106 yards passing. Yikes. Yikes. Not a good day this afternoon from Kenny Pickett going up against a Browns team, starting a rookie going into this game. Mike Tomlin, 24 and 5 against rookie starters, now 24 and 6 during his tenure in Pittsburgh against rookie quarterbacks. And down the stretch, DTR made the plays. Pickett did not. It's really that simple. It was a defensive battle. You knew the over-under was going to be low. I saw it as low as 32 and a half, the lowest spread we've seen in more than a decade. You knew points would be a premium today. And when you have to settle for a Chris Boswell field goal in the second half to cut it to 10 to 10, you knew right then and there, this might determine the outcome of the game. Steelers shut out in the first half as well by Cleveland. You knew Cleveland would have a good defense coming into this game. The, Brown's defense led the NFL in fewest yards allowed. But it was really bad today. It's hard to beat a team in your division twice in a season. I certainly understand that. But there was an opportunity today because Deshaun Watson was not playing. You look a week ahead for Pittsburgh going up against Cincinnati in week 12. Joe Burrow's not going to be playing. So Cincinnati's going to have to play its backup. There's an opportunity in the AFC North right now. The Browns capitalize. They improve their record in the Steelers lose today, 13 to 10. Uh, I want to check into a lot of people. Uh, Stony Baloney saying, I miss Ben. I miss Ben Roethlisberger as well. Um, Temple Ratcliffe saying, concerned with Pickett's regression this season, not comfortable in the pocket. 
I think Matt Canada will be the scapegoat come season's end. You let his contract run out and you see what you have in year three with Kenny Pickett. I'm not going to overreact too much from one game, but I brought this up on the last show with Ike. If the Steelers are smart in the offseason, you'll cut ties with Mitch Trubisky because you're going to have to pay him a premium to be a backup when he's 31 and 24 as a starter. We know what Mitch Trubisky can do. Kenny Pickett's not there. Okay, what did the Eagles do several years ago with Carson Wentz? They drafted Jalen Hurts. What did the 49ers do when they drafted Trey Lance? They drafted Brock Purdy. If there's a mid to late round draft pick that the Steelers like at the quarterback position, maybe you bring Mason Rudolph back on the cheap. I'm not saying abandon Kenny Pickett after this game, but you need to start to see a progression with him. And he's got Deontay and George Pickens, two very talented receivers in the league. That final throw that Pickett had, it was airmailed over Deontay Johnson's head. He didn't stand a chance to catch that ball. And I know this Browns defense is very good, but you're going up against a rookie quarterback today on the other side of the ball. Steelers lose time of possession yet again today. They have only one time of possession twice this season. And so outside of Jalen Warren with this offense, there's a lot to improve upon. I thought the defense balled out today for Pittsburgh. I really did. I thought Landon Roberts was ever everywhere. Keanu Benton, I thought, got into the mix. I, th- I, I really credit, especially injuries to Minka Fitzpatrick, Keanu Neal out. So in the secondary, you were really banged up, moving guys around. I thought the Steelers' defense actually played very well today. Good enough to win, certainly. He only surrendered 13 total points, 10 until the final few seconds of the game. Now, look, you want to get the stops late in the game, no doubt about it, but you lose time of possession again. That accumulation now with the Steelers sitting at, what, six and four now? Where you've only won time of possession twice. That's going to start to accumulate later and later and later into the season. So uh, I thought the defense played very, very well, especially considering uh, the injuries. Uh, Anthony Baker checking in. Anthony, I appreciate this saying, fire Canada. Kenny Pickett is not the guy. I'm not quite there with Kenny Pickett. You want to see what he can do with the rookie deal. Because if Pickett's not the guy, who are you going out to get realistically that the Steelers can get? And I mentioned this in the last few weeks because Pickett's gotten a lot of criticism. Maybe rightfully so, maybe not. Steelers still have a winning record. Still have a lot of football left. I still expect Pittsburgh to make playoffs. But who they could realistically get. And I've heard, well, Sam Howell, or they could have gotten Brock Purdy. Or there's a few other players out there. Dobbs is now getting his opportunity with Minnesota. You have to see what you have with Kenny Pickett. But here's how kind of how I look at it, right? If Jalen Warren, an undrafted rookie, can kind of supplant Najee Harris, where they'll list as co-starters, but right now Jalen Warren's got the hot hand. Three straight games with 100-plus yards from scrimmage. I'm not saying you bench Pickett in favor of Trubisky. In fact, I don't want to see that. Pickett, remember, had the rib injury, too. He's playing through. He's playing hurt right now. It's not to make excuses for Pickett because he was not good enough today, period. But in the 2024 draft, what I would look at if I'm a Steelers fan is this. Who's a guy you could bring in as a rookie to learn, to develop, to where if Kenny Pickett doesn't improve in the next year or so, can then come in and get an opportunity? We've seen good teams do this. Again, the Eagles did it with Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz. The 49ers just did it with Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. See it all the time in the NFL. I'm not wishing Kenny Pickett out of town. I wish he would have played better today, though. 
I wish he would have played better down the stretch than a rookie quarterback and Dorian Thompson Robinson, the rookie quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. It's, it's as simple as that. And that's just, that's how I feel about all of this. Um, Matrix saying Tomlin has to take some responsibility as well. I totally agree because I, generally speaking, I'm a Mike Tomlin fan, right? But the narrative with Mike Tomlin, because he's a defensive coach is, wow, you know, you, you get this dichotomy. The Steelers only scored 10 points and lost to a rookie quarterback. That's what we're saying as fans today. And then ESPN was saying, well, Mike Tomlin should be coach of the year for keeping his team within a field goal. So like, which is it? Which is it? And ultimately the frustrations with Mike Tomlin comes back to this. You have to go back to the 2016 regular season. So January of 20, 2017, since this franchise has won a playoff game. At the end of the day, that's what we're talking about is the postseason success and Lombardi's trying to win the seventh Super Bowl. So the frustrations with Tomlin, that's what it is. And generally speaking, in year 17, Tomlin's on his way to another winning season, right? How can you get this team to the point where you're in a position to win a playoff game and you don't just win one way? And that's really the big issue with Pittsburgh right now is like you're playing a style of football that was popular 15 to 20 years ago. And that worked 15 to 20 years ago. In the modern NFL, I mean, if you're, you only give up 13 points, you should win the game. And you're going to win more games than you lose. But the offense today was just abysmal right now. Uh, casual Friday checking in saying all the rookie quarterbacks outplaying Pickett. I don't know about Bryce Young in Carolina. Granted, I don't think he has a ton of help with his skill position players. <sighs> yeah, Temple checking in saying, too, at this point, I'm wondering if Kenny is playing hurt, just looks so off. I wouldn't be surprised because remember when he had that rib injury, played against Tennessee on a shortened week. The timing isn't there. The offensive line's been bad. It's just that it's the cylinder of who do you want to blame? Do you want to blame Canada and the play calling? Do you want to blame the players? Do you want to blame Pickett? Do you want to blame the offensive line, skill position players, Tomlin? Like, and at the end of the day, everyone needs to be accountable because this offense isn't working. And you're spoiling a very good defense. I know statistically the Steelers' defense has been bend but don't break. I know they come into this game tied for the league lead in takeaways. You're wasting excellent defensive performances you are and we saw it yet again today and again the opportunity of no Deshaun Watson no Joe Burrow in back-to-back weeks now so can Pittsburgh take advantage of that and can they take advantage of that when Cincinnati is going to have a little bit of extra time to prepare considering that the Bengals played on Thursday night football a lot of people commenting on Pickett. Uh, J-Rock saying he's not hurt. He just can't make reads. I've seen it. I think the defense knows as well. They stacked the box on him because of it. Yeah, I mean, it just hasn't looked good. It hasn't looked good with Kenny. And I really thought, and I tweeted this out, that we were going to see fourth quarter Kenny Pickett yet again lead a comeback late in the game. Less than two minutes left, tied 10 to 10. Three plays, three and out. And that's that. Uh, I thought the punting today. Presley Harvin, the third, the consistency, a 20-yard punt today. Are you kidding me? 20 yards, he he shanked a punt. I know there was some pressure there, but the lack of consistency is probably the most frustrating thing there. And I thought Dan Moore got absolutely worked by Miles Garrett today. Miles Garrett's going to do that to a lot of opposing teams, no doubt about it. But that's what I saw today. But what do the Steelers do from here? That's what I want to know from people watching, people listening, offensively, 
you go to your identity of running the ball, right? And they've had that with Jalen Warren the last two weeks, right? But take the 74-yard touchdown run out, okay? Let's do that for just a second. And I'm doing live math here on the pod, which is always dangerous. But take 74 yards out, right? In the Steelers today, they finish. They finish as a team with 249 yards of total offense. Take the 74-yard run out of there. That's 175 yards of offense. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck winning a football game if that's the case. And they still had the opportunity to win. And I hope I would be this critical of the Steelers' offense, even if they had found a way to win, uh, found a way to win today. <laughs> Leah checking in. Leah, I appreciate this. The team's identity is inconsistency. Yeah, at least offensively. At least offensively. Um. Yeah. The the offense. It's it's not good enough. Matt Canada is going to be your scapegoat come season's ends, and maybe this could have been better if you would have made a move earlier in the season. You're stuck with Canada at this point. After the bye week, after Thursday night games, you're stuck with what you've got right now. And the sum doesn't equal its parts. Allen Robinson gets brought in. Broderick Jones, you draft. Darnell Washington, you draft. Two-headed monster with Najee. Calvin, Her- uh, Calvin Austin, back from injury. This offense was supposed to be better this year, and it's just it's just not. You still don't have a 400-yard game with Matt Canada as your offensive coordinator. Rubbing some salt in the wound right now, but it's just the reality of the situation. This offense is not dynamic. Even if you sneak into the playoffs, do you really expect this team to achieve success offensively? Let's be real. Let's be honest here. And even if the Steelers make it, I want to see Kenny Pickett in the playoffs. I want to see if he can replicate what we've seen at times when he succeeded in the fourth quarter late in games when it counts. He didn't do it today. Could he put that together for a full game? I don't know if we've seen that from Kenny Pickett to this point, but 106 yards passing, oof. And again, I know this is a very good Browns defense. They take on the identity of Jim Schwartz, their new defense coordinator. Joe Woods is no longer there. You bring in some new defensive tackles. And when you do, you see what you get out of Miles Garrett. You see what you get out of Denzel Ward. Got a lot of first rounders on that Browns defense. This isn't the same old Cleveland Browns we've seen year after year after year after year. And they have a very good defense. We knew that going in. But against a rookie quarterback, the rookie outplayed Kenny late in the game, period. Period. Um, J-Rock checking in saying 50 balled on defense today, though. Shout out to him stepping up amid injuries. Something positive to take from the game. Yes, Landon Roberts I thought was everywhere today. And the Steelers need him on the back half of the year because Cole Holcomb, Quan Alexander down with season-ending injuries. Roberts is a playmaker and then is your signal caller too defensively. Is your is the guy who's going to be handling communications from that inside linebacker position. I thought Roberts was very good. Tough loss for Pittsburgh today. Uh, If anyone else has questions after the fact, if they're watching this after the game, uh, leave a comment and I'll do my best to weigh in as best I can. If you have any questions, I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. It's pretty simple today. The Steelers offense today just wasn't good enough and you lose 13 to 10. It's as simple as that. My name is Mark Bergen. Thank you for watching a live edition, live post-game reaction. Believe in Steelers. Steelers fold the Browns 13 to 10. We'll be back this upcoming week to recap 
Week 11, this game, and to look ahead, Steelers against Bengals. We're getting closer to Thanksgiving. Hope all of you enjoy the rest of your Sundays. I'm going to go ahead and sign off again. My name is Mark Bergen. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.